Welcome, everybody, to the Lockdown Lakers podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin. I'm joined by Pete Zayas. Pete, Instagram band likes, which works out perfectly for this game. <laughs> yeah, not a lot to like, right? <laughs> there you go. LeBron, they... LeBron was great. He was. He was fantastic. The uh, not, I guess Schroeder played okay, but... Nah, it wasn't one of... I'm a big... I love me some Schroeder. Schroeder wasn't good tonight. KCP was a no-show. Yeah. Um I thought that I was, I thought that the center rotation should have been switched. Makes no sense to me. (laughs) Trez versus Sharich is like, that's a great time to eat. Whereas Mm -hmm. like Trez, Trez was showing high on his pick and roll coverages, which he did just fine. But then that leaves Keith in a position where he's either got to be like really fast to close out to the three point line or big enough to tag on Aiton and Aiton would just go over the top of him. It was just, it was not our best performance on, on a number of fronts. It's kind of tough because I know LeBron doesn't really want to start at the four, right? Just like AD doesn't really want to start at the five. LeBron doesn't really want to start at the four. So that's going to limit the number of things that you could possibly do there. Like, in my opinion, with the way that the roster is constructed because of the injuries, you kind of have to play to your strengths here. And like one of the strengths that the Lakers would have is LeBron at the four, right it's, it's against sure. this team and uh you know if if, if that isn't something that you aren't going to start the game with and you're forcing Harold to go up against Aiton which is a bad matchup for him mm-hmm. and then that doesn't really get him into a rhythm and you know Harold only plays 19 minutes like Harold's game tonight like one of my least favorite things and we're going to talk about refereeing here in a bit but one of my least favorite things that rest will sometimes do is they'll make a bad call and then when a player gets upset at the bad call, they'll give a T to the player. Who, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it's kind of felt like, you know, Vogel made a bad call in starting Harold against Aiton and then went away from Harold for reasons of his own doing, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I just did the, right. the rotation didn't have, make much sense. Yeah. He could have eaten against Sharich, right. And those yeah. small lineups that, that Phoenix played. I, I agree. Yeah. Uh, I want to, you know what? Screw it. Let's go ahead. And I'm going to, I'm going to start. I thought the biggest story of this one, and, and honestly, one of the bigger stories of the season so far, and, and one of the things that has plagued this NBA has been the refereeing. It's been bro. <laughs> like the Booker ejection. This isn't like a complaining because the Lakers no. didn't get calls, which they didn't. We <laughs> got upset. we had a rough whistle at times, but but it's just like really like we're kicking out stars. And then do we have to like review everything? Like keeps the, a little frustrated. Yeah, like keeps like like hits him on he the arm. Got like, I don't know. He got thrown down on the other end. Yeah, he gets like, up and he takes a foul because he didn't want to run down on defense. Right, and he and he was still upset. He was frustrated. Right, but do we have to treat it like it's? Come on, man. Yeah. Well, so here's my thing. You and I have talked about referees in the past. We've talked about like it's a tough job, right? Not only not only is it the I think toughest game to referee, but you have the fewest numbers, the, the fewest number of referees out there, right? So in baseball, you have umpires down sidelines, you have one up the middle, you have a home plate umpire, you have you know, video umpires and stuff like that in football, you, especially in the NFL, you have your, your head referee, you have your uh, referees that work the sidelines, you have all these things that, you know, and, and only soccer, which, you know, we, if we want to consider it a, a major American sport, which it isn't, but, but like, 
they have three referees. That's the closest thing. But even there, the game is so spread out that you can get away with it, right? You can get away with, you're going to see so much more of the action. But in the NBA, you have these three referees tasked with watching over guys who uh, are now gaming the system and taking advantage of the deficiencies of these refs. And, and so an already tough job becomes damn near impossible. So that's my, yeah. that's my disclaimer. All that said, it couldn't be done worse by a bunch of blind nuns. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah. This is under- what, what are your biggest pet peeves? What are the, what's rubbing you the, the wrong way the most? So it reminds me honestly of the steroid era in baseball where, mm. where like in, in the steroid era, the, the commissioner knew about the steroids. Uh, it wasn't like they were hiding it. The, Mark uh, McGuire's steroids that, that like launched investi- investigations in it was just something he had lying in his locker. It wasn't, it wasn't like some difficult find for everybody, right? Everybody knew what was going on, but the league let, allowed it to continue because that was the most popular that baseball has ever been in the modern era, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I think what you're seeing here with what's going on in basketball is, is somewhat similar, obviously, minus the illegalities, right? But, but in basketball, you do get to say, oh, my God, look at Trey Young scored 38 points on 13 shots the other night, right? And, 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 and like he's just an example. Atlanta fans get all upset when I bring up Trey Young. But like you could you go across the entire board here. You could bring up any performance. It has to but- do with a small guard just running into to bigger people and throwing the ball up at the basket and then allowing and then, and then getting rewarded for it. And the worst, like you asked me my pet peeve, this whole bullshit where you pump fake and you launch yourself like completely <laughs> laterally right. into, into defenders who are actively trying to avoid contact and you're getting sent to the, sent to the free throw line. And, and what the NBA is relying on here because they're going to, they're, they're allowing it to continue. They know it's ugly. They know that the people who are really paying attention here are calling out that it's not good for the sport. But to the casual fan, of whom there are a lot more, they can say, "Oh my God, look at look at these numbers! Look at these numbers! You got thirty-eight, but, seven, and twelve. It's like, what are we doing?" But how what much are, are the doing? casual fans even really? Because it's the difference between that and then the steroid era era, era in baseball was like watching Mark McGuire or Sammy Sosa hit a ball five hundred and twenty-three feet is awesome. That's fun watching. Trey Young or Dame or any number of people stop short on a lock and trail just so that they can get to the free throw line, right? Like that's not fun to the casual fan. And then reviewing every other call to see if it's a flagrant yeah. is, and, and, and just the degree of review, especially in the last two minutes of a close game, like that's not fun. It, it robs the game of its flow and of its, of the fun parts of it, right? Like if if we're going to be making, <laughs> if the referees are going to be making decisions that are, let's say on the outskirts of the rules or like kind of the borderline type stuff, make it be toward the things that are that are more enjoyable, right? Mm-hmm. But the not there needs to be a competition committee in the off season about those exact type of fouls that you're talking about. And, and that's not just to this game, but it's the combination of it's that in general. and the constant. I was going to talk about it anyway. And then you had that bullshit Devin Booker ejection. Right. And then the ejection, come on. Like, yeah. 
it's been a rough year for 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 that. It's it's just it's tough because like I, I got I got an uh, an iTunes review the other day and and it was basically like the 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 basis of it was um you love the NBA so much or you, or you care about this NBA so much like why do you spend so much time shitting on it? And and to which I said and I'll continue to say the opposite of love isn't hatred or criticism or whatever it's apathy right and don't i don't care right like i you you're doing something that's actively harming you fuck it just continue to do it i don't even care anymore you know and and that's like you know we're we're reaching a point where i'm i'm nearing that point watching the nba like where where the the game is is has become such a bastardization and such a like Bomani Jones used the, uses the term all the time of insurance fraud, right? Where where you you get drivers who will cut you off and then slam on your brakes and hope that you rear end them, mm-hmm. you know? It, it, like the game has become insurance fraud. It's it's become it's become this thing that that it doesn't have to be. These guys are insanely talented. Have any conversation about like who should be all stars and all NBA teams and all of these things, right? And you you run out of spots for these guys. Like mm-hmm. try to put together a top five, top ten, top fifteen list. You're, you're gonna snub somebody very worthy out of really, it. really and good. I- and 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 yet, you know that 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 all world type talent. I don't think I don't think is really allowed to shine. You know, it, it's and and like part of it too. And we're gonna have to throw a break here in a bit. And I promise we're gonna talk about the game. But part of it too is that. It's 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 refereed so differently from player to player to player to player, right? Mm-hmm. Small guards, if you touch them, it's 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 one reaction from the referees. Uh, LeBron, Zion, like I, like one of the things that I've really been noticing um, in watching Peloton, Pelicans games and then watching the reaction to Pelicans games is like, hey, are, is anybody gonna like call a foul for Zion? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and he's like still finishing through that contact but if you want to marvel it at 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 the statistical production of a player and and have it be you know propped up in many ways by trips to the free throw line then he should get some of the benefit of that too right like lebron should get the, some of that benefit too and you know i i just in the in the way that like three point shooters like for some reason verticality is applied one way near the basket and another way completely on the three point line like it just like even by the definition of these of these own rules it just doesn't seem to make any sense and and the game has become so litigious it's become like catches in the NFL it, it's just you don't really know what a call is being made the clear path rule they said that they were really going to buckle down on that they haven't, and that's a that's that's one that would immediately improve the entertainment value of the game. Like eliminating those clear path fouls where you just reach out and stop a dunk from happening or a fast break from happening. Like those are things that if you really want to improve the game, you could, but they just continue to f- refuse to, and it's just maddening to watch. Like poor Devin Booker, and, and by the way, I don't even like Devin Booker. Like, like his persona, he went at some poor foreign. Um, media member the other day who was very clearly speaking like his second language right and said that he's Devin Booker is playing a lot better than he did last year and Devin Booker throws his hissy fit and doesn't even answer the question I don't even like Devin Booker but 
he gets two of the weakest <laughs> technicals that I've yeah, ever like seen. Why are we kicking stars out of nationally yeah. televised games? He threw the ball yeah. at a different referee. Yeah. The other referee comes over and calls the tee from the corner. <laughs> the <laughs> refs got to get together and be like, yeah, that's one, one technical for the outburst in general. But yeah, yeah. it's, I, I don't go quite to the same point that you do. I, I have seen the refs referee reactions this year more than any season though. Mm -hmm. Like, and that goes to the LeBron and Zion and whatnot. Like if you flail or throw your head or really sell the contact, you're going to get the whistle more often than not. And I think that, uh, that part of what makes the NBA entertaining in in terms of the gameplay is the actual defense is the competing on defense and beating a defense that's playing hard, that's locked in, and that's able to use some degree of physicality is part of what makes the game fun. That's part of why all-star games can be a little bit, even though it's 163 to 158. Uh, last year was different. Last year was a ton of fun. But mm-hmm. a lot of those games are kind of snoozers because nobody's really playing much defense. And I think that a lot of the foul calling and drawing and even Vogel has said has made it a point to the team on offense like yo we're missing opportunities to jump into contact and draw a foul mm-hmm. and it's like if you can't beat them join them type thing right and, which and sucks dude which, which sucks right like we, <laughs> we shouldn't have coaches actively encouraging that but that's a, such a big part of the game now that you'd be dumb not to so yeah. I, I yeah we I, I would love to see some changes made on that front Lloyd, Lloyd Pierce, this is one of the wildest things I've, I've seen this year. There was some uh, reporting done after, like, as you usually see when a coach gets fired, right? Um, and, and one of the things that I saw, and I don't even know if it was directly tied to those reports, but uh, there, was, there was some, <laughs> they were talking about the refereeing, and Pierce said he was frustrated watching Trey Young play. That's Trey Young's coach. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, man, this is, this is, this kind of sucks. Yeah. This is just not very good. You know, it's it, it just imagine I'm trying to liken what it would look like in a different league, right? Where, where imagine instead of like, instead of completing the pass, Patrick Mahomes, like put his head like headbutted a, a, a defensive player to get the 15 yards because the throw was going to be too tough. Right. To draw the unnecessary yeah. roughness penalty. Yeah. It, it's just, it's just like, yeah, technically it's efficient, right? Because you are going to gain that first down, but also it runs completely contrary to the point right. where, that we're watching this. Like we talked about this the other day in regards to uh, just, I forget what, Oh, the, the analytics discussion that we were having. Right. And how, professional sports is up against this is in this really weird spot where the competition and the entertainment aspect of it are running head to head. They're literally competing with each other and, and gaming the referees and, and doing these things that NBA players like you're saying would be dumb not to do like that. That has now taken over in large parts, part, you know, the, the, the game that we're watching and while, from a competitive standpoint, it's a smart thing to do. But from an entertaining standpoint, get it the fuck out of here. I don't need to watch it anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm sick of it. Yeah. All right. I feel better. I feel a little bit better. Glad you got that up. All right. Let's take a quick second here. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about the uh, front court rotation. And I want to talk um, a little bit more about just, the, you know, the next game and the next week 
basically uh, as the Lakers hopefully start to recover from some of the things that are ailing them. Uh, so we'll do that here in a bit. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today in a daily podcast, breaking down the biggest sto- news stories with analysis from our local experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. Today's show is brought to you in part by CBDMD. January is important in setting the tone for the new year, and in 2021, that has never been more true. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD are here to give you the support you need to conquer your New Year's resolutions and make this year your best one yet. And if those resolutions happen to involve fitness, they've got a brand new topical product that'll keep you moving all year long. CBD Retrieve with Lidocaine fuses CBD's hybrid broad-spectrum formula with fast-acting lidocaine to help provide temporary relief for minor aches and pains. And with the new bag-on valve spray technology, relief can be applied comfortably at any angle, even upside down. And make it even easier to get the year started off right, they've offered all our listeners 20% off your next order when you use the promo code NBA at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code NBA for 20% off your purchase of superior CBD products only from CBDMD. So the Lakers tonight against a lineup so the the suns trotted out uh chris paul devin booker uh mikhail bridges jay crowder and deandre ayton right and i completely understand why vogel wouldn't have wanted to start damian jones after like <laughs> playing one half of good basketball with the lakers like that was in garbage time right yeah so like I, I started to see some of that in my mentions right and it's like no i like damian jones as much as anybody maybe more than anybody <laughs> um <laughs> but but that's not a realistic hope to to have uh but that said if you're gonna start trez against Aiton in this one then you have to understand like what you're getting him into right now and that's and that to me is where that to me was like the, the more frustrating thing than even because there are so few choices like you look the, up and down right. the roster and it's not like all right you're gonna start Kaycock here that doesn't really make that that, that if you're not gonna start Jones and you're not really gonna start Kaycock not gonna start Costas you could try to start Keith at the five and maybe that's the more physical thing. But the problem with that, though, is that LeBron doesn't really want to start at the four. And who are you then starting on the wing there without completely taking away from your bench? Even if LeBron does want to start at the four, Keefe is too small for eight and two. Yeah. Right. Like we were missing two of our three centers mm-hmm. and our third, a third front court player in Coos, somebody who would normally step in, in that, at that four mm-hmm. position. Right. Like, so at some point you start running out of out of options. The only thing I would say is that like, I would have loved to see Trez versus charge. That's all. Yeah. Right. Like just, yeah. More, just like try to, over the course of the game, line up his minutes, which like we never really saw him right. even try to appear to do. Yeah. We got Trez, Trez played against his worst matchup for the majority of his minutes and didn't play much at all against his best, best matchup. 
Yeah. And then, you know, from, from, from that point forward, like the Lakers, you know, give, give some credit to the Lakers. They were in it for the majority of the game. They were, they were there and, and, and contested, you know, played competed against the, uh, the Suns for, for most of the game. Uh, I, I mean, it's kind of a weird game. It's funny when you get it, when you see a superstar ejected, um, and by the way, like my favorite tweets of the night were, <laughs> did you see this where people were like, uh, tweet searching ejaculated. <laughs> so like there's, there's a whole bunch of not. people. Yeah. There's a whole bunch of people tweeting like, I can't believe they ejaculated Devin Booker. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Look on nights like tonight, I got to find reasons to laugh. Yeah. That's <laughs> And that was, that's what I was laughing at. But you know, you're watching, you're watching uh, Trez kind of struggle here. And, and anybody that the Lakers threw, for the most part, at least at the beginning of the game, was going to struggle with Aiden. I, once again, though, liked what we saw from Damian Jones, but we got seven minutes of it. And, you know, I know there's a trust issue there, and, and the Lakers were just kind of up against it. But I don't know, man. Like, he does a lot of the things, especially when you have zero other options against Aiden right. in those minutes. Right, but like you, you, you kind of just got to see what happens there. I mean, yeah, especially like, what else are you gonna do, right? Like that's, yeah, yeah. T- tonight Dudley. was, like, <laughs> yeah, and it helped. That's a perfect example. Start the fourth quarter. It's a close game. They just target Dudley. Oh goodness! They just like get out of the way, give the ball to Sharich, mm-hmm. and we're gonna target Dudley. And they, it, between that and then. I we were still doing okay hanging around and then the CP3 checked out and without Booker it's like oh they don't have any shot creators on the mm-hmm. floor this is our time to make a run and those dudes scored like nine straight points after that and I'm like ah <laughs> like they didn't have nobody on the floor and they just yeah they they got a, a hustle basket off of an air ball where we played 22 seconds of yep. good defense then they got a quick putback because Jay Crowder hustled uh, to to get the ball. Then, you know, a little transition transition kick out three for Nader. But that was our window, right? We had LeBron on the court. Mm-hmm. CP3 was not on the floor. That was the time for us to make a run, and it went the, op- went the opposite direction. So between that and the, you know, the Trez stuff and, and Dudley and all of that, that, that's where the game was lost tonight. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. Let's take one more quick second here, and when we come back, we're going to uh, look ahead to the last game of the first half of the season uh, and and get you guys ready for the all-star break to a certain extent and and just kind of wrap up some of the other notes that we have uh, from this one. March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first Big Board of the Year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast wherever you get podcasts. Today's show is brought to you in part by Built Bar. Head on over to BuiltBar.com, use that promo code LOCKEDON, and you will save 20% off your next order. Not your first, your next. So however often you go to the website and you make a purchase, use that promo code LOCKEDON, and you're going to save 20% off. And you're saving 20% off on an incredible product. We've been working with these guys forever now. And it is a, the kind of thing, the kind of partnership you're really proud of, not just because of the ability that we've been able to work together, but also because of how great the product itself is and how easy it is to sell. I've told my family about it, close friends back home, uh, friends that I've made out here. 
I personally use it almost every day, basically. I, I would probably say I'm closer to every day than anything else, any other way you could describe this thing. It's great for me because I'm always on the go, always have some errand to run or something to ride or something like that. Avery got into some kind of trash or something, so I have to clean up and don't have enough time to uh, eat a full meal. Built Bar is, is, has been great with that. I've lost weight since we've started working with them because it's a super healthy bar. Great flavors, great textures, just an all-around fantastic product. So one more time, head on over to BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code LOCKEDON to save 20% off your next order. BuiltBar.com, the best protein bar you'll ever eat. Today's show is brought to you in part by BetOnline.ag. Use that promo code LOCKEDON for a 50% deposit bonus. Today's bet of the day, the Lakers line is not quite up uh, right now because we are still waiting to see who all might be available for said Lakers. Uh, the games that I have in front of me, though, Indiana is playing in Cleveland and giving up six points. Cleveland uh, not playing particularly well, though they did have that game that went against uh, an even worse Rockets team. And the Chicago Bulls are going into New Orleans and, and getting five and a half points against uh, a pelicans team that just beat the crap out of the utah jazz so i'm gonna go ahead and ride the pelicans in this one lonzo ball is playing really well brandon ingram is playing really well we've uh we've talked about zion williamson and the way that he plays and, and some of that stuff i think he's been fantastic so uh that's what i think i think five and a half points at home is uh more than enough for the pelicans to be able to clear whether you fade me or follow me, do so at betonline.ag. They have plenty of bets, uh, no matter what kind of action that you might be looking for. Uh, just whatever kind of gambling you do do, please do so responsibly. I'm curious, what specifically bothered you from Schroeder tonight? Oh, it, it, it didn't bother me. Um, just he didn't have a shot. He was missing, you know, there are nights where he has his jumper and there are nights where he doesn't. And mm -hmm. this is one of the nights where he doesn't. And Phoenix is, uh, is kind of a paint swarm team where they're going to, so it, it becomes a lot more difficult for, for Dennis if his jumper is not falling against a team like this, that will also take away a lot of his, you know, driving attempts. And then he missed one that could have cut it down to four in the fourth quarter that I, mm -hmm. I thought was a big play, but he just didn't really have it offensively tonight he was a little slow defense slower defensively tonight than than normal but um and then yeah kcp just was bad and mm -hmm. uh wes you know wes, wes yeah what wes has been bad on offense right he's he was part of that closing lineup in part because he made some solid defensive plays but he's just providing nothing for us on the offensive end and we really need him to start hitting some shots taking shots yeah he took one three pointer uh, tonight, and, and and one of I thought one of the bigger plays of the night was uh, the Lakers got the Suns really chasing the ball. Ball rotates over to Matthews, and he doesn't even look at the basket. Like he takes off towards the basket when he's the advantage player yeah. um, in that corner. You just got to pull it, dude. Like that's yep. what you're out there to do. That's right. Uh, it and, hurts and, the team if you don't. Yeah, it, it, it winds up turning into a turnover uh, of, of his own accord, I believe. I think he turned the ball over himself. Um, and, and yeah, that, that kind of hurt. Is there anything beyond just hoping he gets right over the course of uh, the, the All-Star break to save, to turn things around for KCP? Because 
KCP to me just looks like somebody who needs a week on a beach with a Mai Tai, you know? Uh, (laughs) Me too. So he looks like me. This is Pete saying that KCP and I look the exact same. That's right. That's right. Everyone needs to relax, take a load off, (laughs) free your mind from whatever worries or ails you. Um, But yeah, it's, it's been a, a, a sludge uh, to, to get to this all-star break and we're almost there. Got, you know, got a game on, on Wednesday to, to wrap it up. Sacramento's lost nine out of 10. Let's finish strong Win three out of four going into the break. Uh, this one was within our grasp. We had a lot of, you know, front court injury problems, of course, and, uh, and, and that complicated matters, but this was still a winnable game and I'm, I'm a little irritated that we didn't pull it out, but um, yeah, let's, let's close out strong tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's game is a little bit better matchup in that they don't have an Aiton. Like that's gonna, that's gonna, like it, there's nobody on on Sacramento's right. front court that is just gonna completely overwhelm you, right? Physically, they have good, they have talent. Like you know, Bagley not, is is talented. He's right? just not a massive dude the way yeah, and yeah. Some other fives are. Yeah, I've always really liked Rashawn Holmes, but mm-hmm. but me too. Yeah, there's nobody who you know is just giant. He's just big. You know, and, and it's funny because well, Jones they got Whiteside, but Whiteside's getting DNPs at this point. But yeah, God, if he just it, if the Lakers lose because D, uh, Whiteside gets back into the rotation, I mean, Luke isn't clever enough to do anything like that. But still, that would seriously suck. <laughs> um, all right, last thing before we get out of here, beyond expect, you know, beyond wins, losses, whatever. Um, is there anything specifically that you're looking for in in tomorrow night's game against Sacramento? Just stay healthy, man. We're like, this is this time of year again, where it's just to get to the finish line or the first finish line, the halfway finish line. And that's all stay healthy. Let's play defense, get out and run, get the ball out of Fox's hands. Heald's a game time decision tomorrow. Um, They're not sure if he's going to play. So uh, yeah, if we can defend and run, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll fall by the wayside. This could be a big Trez night, right? That's they have, he has an opportunity to eat inside. So uh, yeah, t- tomorrow will be a Trez game. I think. I think it's a Trez game. And and I think it's also more, I mean, we'll see if, if Gasol is available to play. I'm not sure he will be. I can't imagine like 24 hours would be the difference to allow him to be in or out of the pro- uh, COVID protocol. Um, but if it isn't, if, if he isn't there, you know what time it is. Dame time. That's right. It's a <laughs> Damien a, time. Yeah, he was good tonight too. I've actually I, been, dude. I really like the. I, I really like, like what he brings in the in the previous game. It was so garbage time that I'm yeah. like, yeah, he can jump and he's big and whatnot. But I was, I was watching him closely on his rotations tonight and had some nice clothes. That was one thing about the game tonight too, where like Phoenix just shot well. <laughs> yeah. Like there were quite a few pretty good clothes. I mean, there were some where, where we didn't do uh, what we needed to do on defense. Especially that's in the second gonna, half. For sure. That's going to happen, though. But in the first half, especially, like, they hit some, like, okay, good rotation, good good contest. Oh, damn. It still made it anyway, right? And yeah, that's going to happen in this league. Yeah, I, I am. It's funny. Uh, so Damian Jones played for the Warriors, and he played for Phoenix most recently. And uh, Warriors Twitter watching Jones play for the Lakers you can kind of see some of that because they're already kind of annoyed at the organization right now. Anyway, right? <laughs> like they're, they're kind of pissed at, at passing on LaMelo to take Wiseman, uh, which, you know, they should be pissed about that. But I, I saw Andy Lou out there tweeting about 
uh, <laughs> watching Damian Jones play. And, and he, he was saying like, it's something along the lines of like, Hey, it turns out having somebody who's super athletic and, you know, doesn't have the best instincts, not forced to think through calculus level basketball and just yeah. told, Hey, just go out there and dunk and then go do what you do block yeah. stuff over there, you uh-huh. know? And, and, and I think the Lakers, like, this is why I think it's kind of a unique situation for uh, Jones here is that the Lakers, just like they can simplify the game for THT, who, by the way, like needs a break as much as anybody. Um, but just like they could simplify the game for THT, I think they can also really simplify it for Damian Jones in a way that makes him a lot more effective as an NBA player. I, I'm in. I'm, I'm selling seats. Like if you guys want tickets here on this bandwagon, you can <laughs> let me know. Um, but but I, I'm 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 here. I'm ready for more Damian Jones minutes. And I think actually Sacramento is a decent matchup for him as well. I think in so. In terms too. of yeah, in terms of what like Schroeder and Caruso can get into the cracks, and then that allows Jones to really kind of create a little yeah. Little let's habit. let's attack the basket, and then he'll be able to uh, eat off of that. That's that's a good point. I think it's a good game for him. Yep. All right. That's gonna do it though. Uh, until then, we'll we'll react to the game after that one. Uh, but uh, continue to stay safe out there, especially out here in Texas, because our governor's a moron. Uh, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.